Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, guys? This is Kalo from the Get Comfy Podcast. And before we get into the next episode, I want to talk about the sponsor of the Get Comfy Podcast, and that's Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. If you don't believe me, let me explain. First of all, it's free. Second of all, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also do the hard work for you and distribute your podcast to platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's pretty much everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, let's get into this episode. Three, two, one. You know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Podcast. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown, and I'm joined by my co-hosts. What it do? It's Amanda. What it do? It's your girl, Kimmy. So, you know, we are we are here in the world of the beer virus. We're going to call it that for now, because, you know, in case somebody decides to come for us, Kimmy. you never really know. You never really know. But there's a first time for everything in this world. And now that we are social distancing, we are not allowed to meet one another. The opportunity for a first date for most of you guys out there is pretty low right now, meeting up with somebody yeah. you love. And, you know, we're here today to talk about first date turnoffs. I know that we are diving back into some of our roots here, talking about dating, talking about love advice. And it feels good to be back on these topics because there's always good stories to share. And I'm going to pass it off to you guys because, yeah, you know, like prime time good stories. Time. Thanks, Kevin. I'm just saying I don't have experience <laughs> in this topic. So I'm going to pass it off to you guys uh, and um, yeah. give your take. <laughs> you know, <Hell> yeah. <laughs> we're just we're just celebrating here. We're just celebrating. See, this is why I like the Get Comfy podcast, because we're just we're just all natural here. We're just Look, all I'm, I'm 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 happy that she burped and she didn't boof because that's just a whole nother level of passing gas. Word. It <laughs> do pulling, be pulling like a, a Shrek. That's tough. That's often in I always say. So, you know, Amanda, I'm glad you brought up that burp because <laughs> you know, if you're out on a first date and your significant other, I know this is a big rule. You're just doing the transitions perfectly for me today. So, guys, what is the ground rule for passing gas on a first date? Is there like, do you have to hold it in like that? Insert the meme of the guy like veins popping out of his neck, like holding it in. I know exactly what meme you're talking. That little white kid with the curly hair. Yep. Is that like? Is there a golden rule? Is there a golden rule for you guys with that? As I almost just copped up another one. I think like the third date you could do it, but that's just me. But if you've been like really good friends with the person you're dating for a while, you just don't care. My biggest pet peeve is like, okay, we're on a date, but you'd rather be on your phone. Word. Yeah, I felt feel that. that. I felt that, yeah. Especially the first date because that's like your first impression of you. Mm-hmm. Or like, granted, my first date with my current significant other and my forever significant other. It was the movie. It was movies and dinner. 
I can give it. Manders is showing us. Manders is showing us up. I hate you, but you know what? Now I know how Kevin feels when he's trying to intro us, and we're out here just mm-hmm. dicking around. Oh my god, Kevin! Oh, I can't, bro. Turn today. Let me mute myself because I'm literally hysterically laughing. No, Kalo's being distracting. I'm eating. It's all switched. We're all rotating. It's like a. It's we, a we're passing it. I'm like real serious, just drinking my damn coffee. It's, it's all switched. Universe today, guys. <laughs> So Amanda, you were saying that the, like the third date wow. is usually where you can kind of start. I mean, I feel like by that time loose. you're comfortable with each other. But how soon into the th- like, how soon? Like, I guess after meeting or after being comfortable with the person is this third date? That's my question. Probably about like a month. Because a lot that. of people would rather like date for a while and like feel each other out before they make it official to be like, okay, mm-hmm. this is the person I'm down for. Or you could be a complete fucking psychopath and I'm just, I'm out. <laughs> um, speaking of passing gas, my parents were married for about 12 years, um, but like together for, I want to say like 15 years. But I asked my parents this because, like, you know, I pass gas in front of my parents and they hate it because I'm not like, you know, I'm exposing myself right now really hard. <laughs> but they're not like, real hard. they're not like, Ooh, type of like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, <laughs> like, I'm ripping ass. <laughs> Shout out to Beyblade. Let it rip. <laughs> like, <laughs> where it's like, my parents are like, what did you eat? And it's like, what? Wow, I'm fucking. <laughs> It's, it's like, like one of those. But, like, my dad gets so offended when I do. Because, like, I don't live with my dad. I grew up with my mom. But, like, when my dad comes over and, like, you know, I just happen to rip a little one. My dad's like, go to the bathroom. And I'm like, this is my house. I can boof it where I want. Just <laughs> stare at him straight in the face. I like, do. Yeah. <laughs> if, you know, if you know me, if you know me, I'm all about making people uncomfortable in situations. Because I know that they feel awkward. But... I asked my parents, I was like, have you guys ever, like, passed gas in front of each other or, like, whatever when you guys were married? And my mom was, like, offended I asked this question. She's like, <gasps> she's like, I never. And I was like, the fuck? I'm like, you, n- mom, never. 15 years together. Well, your asshole just doesn't suck the fart back up inside I it. I was like, you never boofed? And my mom was like, no. And I asked my dad, I was like, dad, did you ever? And he's like, no. And, like, I'm thinking, I'm like, Growing up, like I never heard my dad fart. Like my mom now, she doesn't give a <laughs> she doesn't care. But, like I, I never heard my parents pass gas, and I was like, "What is my life a lie? Like, wh- are they robots? Like, what is going on?" And like I told my mom, honestly, I have a shy colon, so like I can't use the bathroom in public because my stomach's like no. Like it's even hard for me sometimes to use the bathroom in families like houses like Amanda like I'll go and I'll boof up the bathroom at Amanda's oh, house yeah. like whatever it's Kevin nice. I don't want to disrespect your bathroom like that you see like there's just there's a time and place for everything it but, has to be but my grandpa made a joke you know R.I.P. grandpa love that man grandpa um grandpappy he made he made a joke because my grandpa was a very gassy man hell yeah <laughs> very gassy man my entire life like you know um and my grandpa always said he's like i rather lose a friend 
than an intestine. Because you know when you're holding in. Wise words. Right? Really you wise words. And it sounds better in Spanish. So, like, my, my grandpa would say, mejor perder un amigo que una tripa. So, like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, yo, I don't care. He's like, if you can't handle it, he's like, stand up wind. And I'm just like, I'm like, yo, that's wild. But, like, my grandpa Power was like, yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm not going to get that, like, nasty, you know, cramp in my stomach and, like, hold it and, like, be in pain because I can't pass gas. And I'm like, grandpa, you a real one. Because as an adult, shifting back into our first date, like, I've come home from hanging out with, like, boys or, like, hanging out with guys or whatever. And, like, I get in my car. I unbuckle the top button. And I'm like, oh, no, because it hurts. <laughs> yeah. It hurts. You know, it's exactly. hard being cute and also being comfortable sometimes. Yeah. I feel like there's a level of, like, not friendship, but, like, comfiness, no pun intended, where <laughs> you are... You are just like you are at that point in life where you can kind of just be yourself, like no matter what, be yourself with someone else, your significant other in this case. I mean, like my best friend, like he'll boof it. And I'm like, Christian, I'm like, point your ass somewhere else. And he's like, ha ha. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> and like, they're not they're not aggressive farts, though. They're not aggressive farts. But like, he'll he'll literally be like, yo, Kim. And I'm like, what? He's like. I'm like, <laughs> like, bro. And Look I remember, what I could do. Yeah, I remember the first time I passed gas in front of my best friend was two years ago. We've been best friends for five years. <laughs> bless you. We've been bless up. Bless up. We've been best friends for five years. And the first time I was like, yo, I was like, Chris, my stomach is killing me, bro. He goes, and we're in his car, and he's like, yo, he's like, let that shit rip. He's like, bro, let that shit rip. And I was like, I bet I, it wasn't an aggressive one. But, like, I was like, oh, like, my stomach hurt. <laughs> and then I let it rip, and I was like, oh. He's like, was that so hard? I was like, yeah, because you're a boy. He's like, he's like, I don't care. So, no, that's real. That fart was, like, the initial, I, I'm going to head out, SpongeBob me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So getting back to what Amanda said about using your phone on the first date, you know, we live in an age where being on your phone can not only just be for social media – it could be for work. Now, if someone uses the not excuse, but like they're saying like, oh, you know, it's a call for work or it's something work related. Do you take that to offense or do you trust them in the first couple months where it's like, you know what? It is work. Let them be like they'll obviously come back. Or are you a little like wary about it? OK, <clears throat> I get everyone has to work. I get your managers always need you. Your bosses, anyone needs you family especially like my significant other knows we have a strict no phone policy with each other but he knows if unless it's me (laughs) yeah unless it's you he knows if kimmy texts me or especially both of my parents text me to get in contact with me that i need need to figure out what's going on yeah Mm -hmm. because it's probably a state of emergency yep as parents as um i now understand the divorced parents even though they're separated, they still care about you. You gotta check in. Sorry. Yeah, no. Oh my gosh. Speaking of checking in, Kevin, you're totally right. Um, I have a girlfriend who she never answers her mom's phone calls, and like we all I yell at her. Death sentence. Yo, we all yell at her. And mind you, we're we're Mexican, so like we tell her we're like, bro, just answer your mom's phone call. Like, stop being such a like douche and a half. She's 20 years old. 
And she's like, no, she was like, she knows I'm out this, that. And I'm like, bro, can you just answer the phone? I don't, God forbid, I don't, me, 24 years old, I don't answer my mom's phone call. She's going to keep calling or she'll figure out who's, who I'm, I'm with and call them and be like, yo, where'd hell? So like, I know that like the second text message and the second phone call, I'm like, fuck, I got to call her back because she's going to punch me in the face or she's going to come find me. No, you know, you're in deep shit when your mom doesn't call you, but your dad does. Oh, that actually happened to me because when dad, I was in high school. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Divorced parents. My dad called me and was me like, what the hell is going on? I was like, oh, I'm in shit. You ever see the movie Thor Ragnarok where it's like the final scene and it's like, oh, you can't beat me but he can, and it turns around this giant lava monster coming out. Like, that's the equivalent of that situation yeah, where it's like, yeah, we call in the reinforcements when we need to. Mm-hmm. You know, I've noticed with first dates, it's always a thing where it's like, the man should pay. And that, I guess, has been the stigma. Uh, do you think, like, not saying I, I, I do it, but... If there's a case where the woman pays for the first date, I know this is a good perspective because we now have me, the male perspective, and you, the female. Is it okay for the first date where a woman pays at least in one situation? Or do you think that first dates is a man's first time to pay? Like, that's their that's their area. Um, I mean, I'm not all for someone always paying every single time we go out. Like, I'll pick up a check, like, me and my significant other, we start doing this thing where if someone pays for lunch, someone pays for the other one pays for dinner, or if the other that's one good system to have, or if the other one pays for dinner, say if we do ice cream that night, the other one buys ice cream. Yeah, that's a good like, system to I'm, have. I'm not like, okay, in the beginning of our relationship, yeah, he paid for every single dinner we went to, and then I was just like, look, I don't want you to break your bank on our dinners every week. Let me pay. Or if you feel better, let's split it. Right. True. Because it shouldn't be like, <clears throat> it shouldn't be all on the man or it shouldn't be all on the woman. Because then you feel like you're getting taken advantage of at some point. Mm-hmm. And to answer that point, do you still order what you're going to order if someone else is paying? Or do you depict something noticeably cheaper on the menu? Cheaper. Or do you just kind of you go cheaper okay depending so have- it, it de- for me as a single lady you know because amanda has amanda has her her mans her mans is um and my bajel i f- <laughs> and your bajel i feel like since the male in this you know in a heterosexual scene right is asking you know the girl out i feel like they should pay but also like you have to figure out where you're going and like what's Mm -hmm. you know good on the menu and stuff i'm not gonna order a 90 day dry aged steak on a first date like that's rude because that's that's disrespectful (laughs) i'm gonna pay i'm gonna get that when i'm out with my parents celebrating something (laughs) because my parents are gonna hold it down and they're gonna pay for it (laughs) um Will I get something noticeably, like, a lot, a lot cheaper? Probably not. I like to eat steak when I go out. Like, if we're going to a steakhouse, I'm going to get a nice piece of steak. Or I'm going to get a nice beefy burger. 
right? Like I'm gonna like I'm gonna get something. Like I'm I'm I probably won't get like you know it, it'll probably be between like a New York strip. Everyone knows a New York strip's expensive. Yeah, and it's different than getting like a T bone. You know, like there's you have to know a time and place for everything like that. So. I mean, and in regards to paying for stuff, like I've paid for dates that I've gone out on and the guy's like, no, I got it. And I'm like, can you, I work, I have money. Thank you for wanting to spend money on me, but I got it. Like, you know, like I'm driving, I I, I can maneuver myself, you know, like I'm yeah. not, um, I mean, it, it does feel nice as a lady to get spoiled and, you know, not have to worry about anything financially if it's it's great but like yeah there are certain times where it's like honey like i got it you know yeah i know there's times where it's like if you're dating someone they're in probably the same area and say you go to a place you both know and you both have gone to and say you say you get the new york strip like practically every time you go there and you know maybe they're running a special on the new york state or New York Strip, I'm going to say New York Steak, where it goes like, oh, you know, it's $20 or it's like it's more expensive, but it's mm-hmm. something you always get. Yeah. And you see it like that night where it's like, oh, it's expensive. Like, oh, I'm just going to get a salad because I know there's like that thing where it's like first date. I always got to eat dainty or like something like oh, that. Fuck. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Fuck that. You yeah. know what my first date was with my sniff and other? <laughs> and Buffalo Wild Wings. I doubt <laughs> myself. Some sauce all over your face. Oh, I, sauce down my, I down myself. Sauce both. Boneless honey barbecue wings. Would be- <laughs> oh my god, those are sticky as fuck. <laughs> and Just... was never more attracted to me in that. Oh situation. hell yeah! You got the wet wipes. It's fine. <laughs> like you can you can live afterwards. No, you, know? you do wet wipes. You lick the sauce off your fingers and wet wipes afterwards. Well, yeah, you can't let the sauce go to waste. You can't the get lost sauce. in the sauce. Um, growing up an athlete and growing up with, uh, like on co-ed sports teams, I learned like, honestly, like I can eat a full, like sloppy Joe in front of a guy and not like feel any type of way. And I, and like your girl can eat, you know, like, (laughs) like I said, growing up an athlete, like you eat, you carb load, you like, you know, stock up on protein, like you eat like enough to feed a small village like oh yeah um so people that say like oh i got a salad or i got the pasta like you know like a small portion like no like fuck that like if if we're going out to dinner yes i will pre-eat okay i will pre-game the dinner because sometimes and this has happened not like on dates but this has happened when i've gone out to restaurants with my family where it's like the food is kind of trash and you're just kind of like oh that's sad so like i'll pre-game a little bit i'll have like maybe like some rice and chicken or like some rice and beans because i'm super hispanic like that and we always have rice and beans in my house at the ready (laughs) for real rice and beans always and tortillas like we always have tortillas in my house Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane. Yeah, no. So like, maybe I'll pregame. So like, I won't be as hungry because then you know you guys have seen firsthand, hangry Kimmy. Oh hell yes. yeah! And, and like, I get a. I try not to get grumpy, but like you guys, there's been instances where I'm just like, I need to get fed in the next ten minutes because, you know, like I hulk yeah. out because I'm I'm so hungry. 
No. I, I remember there was a day where we where I came into the station and I was, I was like, like me. I was like, all right, Panera, let's go. Like I literally did the 360 out the door no. to go back like, out. You, walk, you, you walked in and I was like, Kevin, I'm hungry. And you're like, like, okay, yeah, no, just I was like, feed me now. Like I was No, the <laughs> was like, I've seen was every time me and her would go to Panera, she'd be like, I'm either gonna kill someone or I need to eat. So I was like, let's go to Panera. Let's go get fed. I've never seen a woman so happy in her life with a grilled cheese and a Caesar salad quinoa sofrito. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. And then she's just sitting there with her coke and she's just smiling while she's eating. It's like all is good in the world. Oh, hell yeah. Like once, once like I'm hungry, it's like I can, I can hold out and be hungry and like, you know, be a little a little uncomfortable and just you know be a little down in the dumps but like once i get aggressively hungry that's when it's like okay i need to get food in my system like right now because like someone will die oh no there's no stages <laughs> with me it's even someone will die. like no. i mean you know speaking of hangry um yeah. i will never understand how you know some girls in relationships how they're just so mean to their boyfriends when they're hungry and then they just... don't and then they don't know what they want to eat and i'm like listen i'm chubby i know exactly what the hell i want to eat please you divert your attention to the facetime and please look at amanda's face <laughs> i'm not trying to at you bro right now No, <laughs> amanda this isn't an at this is just this is just in general like look i was I'm actually chubby. gonna pose that question first where i was gonna say like <laughs> if you are hungry and you are hangry at the same time on your first date, do you just let it rip that first date and you just kind of like you get angry? It's like, man, where the bread sticks at? I need bread. <laughs> you flip a you flip a table, New Jersey housewife status. Yeah, it's like they didn't put olive and olive oil out right now. Like, where's that at? <laughs> Would that be a first date turnoff, or do you understand where that person's coming from if they're hangry? I mean, I understand completely. Nah, you got a pregame. You got a pregame before you go out to dinner with with a new person. But I'll be honest, I've gotten to that level of hangry where I didn't know what I want, and then I hit my significant other with a pillow once, and I copped a whole yeah. eye. Like, you know the memes? Domestic where violence. That's not a joke, but like, <laughs> men joke. get men get abused too. They do. But you know that <laughs> meme of the cat that's in the corner that's no talk to me, I'm angry? Yep. Yeah. So I've been that where I'll just face the wall and have a serious face. <laughs> And then he goes, what's wrong? I was like, no talk, hungry. And then I'd be like screaming, feed me. Yeah, I felt so, that. I feel before we go out to dinner, he would go downstairs in his kitchen, get me a cookie just to calm that attitude. Or give me like a banana or like an apple or something to hold me while we go. Because like, I've gotten a piece of cheese. Ooh, ooh, brie cheese. Do you go cheese stick or do you go shredded cheese or just a slice, just bop, slice of cheese? All three. All yeah. three? All of the Anything above. that's available? So I do want to bring up this point, and I'm glad you guys are bringing up how to deal with your but hangriness. Your point, this is a serious yes. question. Do you bite or pull the string cheese? Both. Pull the string cheese. If you bite it, you're a psycho. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll bite the tip. And pull down the string. Pause. <laughs> no homo. Yeah. P- 
but we all know where that's going. We all know where that's going. But, you know, before we dive further into this biting into a cheese stick debacle. That's a whole most other topic. Of, yeah, no, uh, this is kind of along the same vein in a way. Most of our listeners, from what I gather from our analytics, are in the male gender from 18 to 22 years old. Hey, how's it going, fellas? <laughs> down, Kimmy. Bad. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. You guys are way too young for me. <laughs> so it, we're hitting that area where some of these guys and some of these girls are going on their first date or are considering going on another date with another person. And you're dealing with the hangriness. How would you recommend to combat that? Like, if this is your first time experiencing someone who's hangry. Eat a Snickers. Like, just, you're not you when you're hungry. Just have a Snickers always on the ready. Have a whole Snickers, if you're listening to this, sponsor us. Um, Please. <laughs> I forgot. I got to check my Twitter. I think it's Natural Light. Natty Light follows me on Twitter. Oh so, like, Natty Light, if you're listening, I mean, what's I've up? I had a Natty Light, but I have I hear mixed reviews from Natty Light. Natter days are like my Natter days are my I mean I honestly joint. feel like when you do go out for the first time with someone um whether you know them or are comfortable with them or not you do have you you kind of are playing up a more reserved person or a more reserved version of yourself um yes so you're trying to put your best foot forward and and um my grandparents always said like you can really tell who a person is 3 months in very because, true. because someone can only hold a facade for so long and other people can, you know, hold it less or something. So you can really see someone. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I tend not to deal with hangry people. I'm like, look, we're going to go to the store. We're going to get you some snacks to hold you over for the meantime. Or here's a fruit. Here's a vegetable, a cucumber. And hold tight because we're gonna we're gonna eat you gotta relax you gotta you know chill out we'll get there when we get there and like a final closing question and this is like the big one for getting back to the first date topic if a person whether it's male or female you go on a first date if they bring up their ex what is your opinion on that and then we can close out the podcast because i know we wanted to end with something spicy a little dangle (laughs) (laughs) so what are your opinions on that okay if you just bring them up willingly that's a problem for me if i ask you what your previous relationships were like i'm curious because what if me and your ex might have similar interests similar personalities similar look how can i be better than that bitch (laughs) (laughs) ftb yo fuck that bitch (laughs) because i know some people will be like oh, me and my ex went here when we were together, mm-hmm. or, like, my ex used to love this. Oh, or that's blah, weird. Blah, blah. That's weird. Don't no, do that. Weird. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, like, yeah. I, I would honestly... willingly bring up your ex, it's like, you're clearly not over them. But if mm-hmm. I'm just curious about what your previous relationships were like, and I ask you, then that's fine. Yeah. Are you willing to work with the person to kind of move on, or do you just call it quits there? I mean, depending on how much this person, I guess, is starting to mean to you, yeah. Like, look, if you're not over your ex, like, we can hang out and we can, like, get to know each other as people. And, you know, if something blossoms from that, wow, I'm, like, preaching to the choir right now. 
<laughs> showing my Hallelujah. age. <laughs> I'm showing my age. Hallelujah. If you guys can, if you guys can move past, I guess this person being somewhat still sprung on their ex, um, person, you know, then that's good. But honestly, like, or ultimately, if this person like legitimately like cannot get over this other person. I feel like you really shouldn't put yourself, I guess, in a somewhat rebound situation because then that's like this person, their feelings aren't 100 percent true because like one thing, another thing my grandparents have said, it's it's um, it's literally two people coming together and, and compromising on certain things in life in mm-hmm. order to like, I guess, be one unit. So if you're a rebound or something like that, or this person has just recently gotten out of a certain situation, they don't know who they are fully yet without this other person. Right. So they're still trying to find themselves. So, I mean, if the breakup or, you know, the split has been recent, then it's like this person is starting to figure out who they are again. So it's a process that if you're willing to go through with them, great if not then you don't have to be in that situation and you can take a step back from it so amanda is there anything you would like to add to this sentiment of bringing up (laughs) your ex or anything like that um basically you're if it's a rebound thing then don't waste my time if you're like trying to move on from it you have a genuine genuine interest (laughs) in me um then don't forget about them clearly if you're with me because you are over them it's for a good reason you want to start a new chapter in your life with someone new you don't want to you're trying to i feel like trying to word it because i'm like probably everywhere with this thought right now but um i feel like if you start dating a new person you're trying to open a new chapter in your life yeah, it's like you're trying for a new beginning. Don't try to look back on the past. I was watching this show, and it was um, there was a quote they said in it. They're like, "A shark that doesn't swim forward drowns," or something like that. Like, if you don't move forward, you live in the past and die. So, yeah. boom. So there's that. But um, yeah, it's more or less worry about who you're with in the moment. And I know no one really cares about my opinion because the girls have the better opinion here. Because you know that's how it be sometimes. But <laughs> What I do have a good opinion on is having a good beard. And I want to shout out the sponsor of the Get Comfy podcast is Gray Before Shave. They are the best when it comes to taking care of your beard. They got your oils, your balms, your brushes, pretty much anything under the sun to take care of your face and your beard. So go check them out. And that about does it here for the Get Comfy podcast. We hope you all enjoyed. Remember, this show goes live every Sunday morning. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms. And if you like what we do here, go check out the Get Comfy Game Break every Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And go check out the Get Comfy Lowdown available every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms. And shout out to Anchor, the new home of the Get Comfy podcast. We appreciate you guys. You guys are the best. And you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.